We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Are you feeling lucky? As said by the iconic Clint Eastwood, well, you best be if you're going to be playing the lottery. With the chances of winning, uh, the big one being one in a whopping 300 million, the odds aren't exactly in your favor. In fact, you're more likely to get struck by lightning, hit by a meteorite, or get crushed by a vending machine when getting that stubborn packet of crisps to fall. So, if you end up hitting that sweet jackpot, you'd be feeling pretty lucky. Well, unfortunately, the same can't be said for William Bud Post and Jack Whittaker, who, after winning their respective jackpots, would experience a string of horrendous luck, albeit some self-inflicted, that may make even the biggest, biggest lottery player think twice about pursuing that winning ticket. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Horror House. It's Dom. And Amy. And we thank you very, very much for being with us this week. The fact that you tune in every week and support us means the world. We genuinely wouldn't be able to do this without you. So big love, big thank you. And you're awesome. You're beautiful. Don't ever forget that. Amy, how are you doing today, my lovely? I'm not doing too bad. I don't play the lottery. Do you not? No. I was about to say, I was about to say what's the most you've ever won on a lottery ticket? Um, I, no, I don't really do it. To be honest, I don't really do any sort of gambling, particularly. It's it's not something that I get my jollies from, you know. Um, I think I've maybe won like I've maybe won like 20 quid on a scratch card in the past. Um, yeah. And I'll occasionally go to like bingo and maybe win like a, I don't know, a pony or something. But I like never no, I never want wants, anything big. Who wants a million pounds when you can have a pony? <laughs> oh, I don't mean like an actual pony. Sorry, I should carry. Oh, I know you mean. I know you mean like a stuffed one. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? No, I didn't like. <laughs> like I didn't even mean that. I meant like. Tree, no, I meant a pony is in like a hundred quid. Sorry, um, I, I went. Oh, I thought all... you meant an actual. I thought you meant like a, no. a stuffed one or, or like no, a rocking sorry. horse or something. No, sorry, I made it confusing. Basically, the most I've ever won on anything is about 100 quid. Um, but I don't really play the lottery. I used to do like that whole thing, you know, where you have your own numbers and yeah, you like do it yeah. every week. I used to do a bit of that, but then I just <laughs> realised I was spending way too much money and all I was really winning was like another opportunity to play. And I thought, well, yeah. meh, meh, can't yeah. be asked. Um, so no, I don't really do it. I don't really, really gamble. What about you? Have you ever won anything major? Yeah. You don't you don't fancy your one in three hundred million odds of winning lottery there? No, because knowing my luck, I would be the person that gets crushed by a vending machine. <laughs> I just I really like my snacks. So there's a good chance that I'm I'm gonna get squished rather than win the to lottery. Be fair. Yeah. So I mean Or I'd win the lottery and then start buying snacks from vending machines and then I'd get crushed. And then get crushed by like that that's what would happen. I I'd be like, yeah, well, I can buy unlimited snacks. I can clear out this entire vending machine. And then when one got stuck, I'd be in the cheapskate that I still would be, even if I won the lottery. 
I would get can crushed you, trying to get it can out. Can you can you imagine the irony of winning the lottery and then getting crushed by a vending machine? It would be quite ironic. Although also <laughs> I feel like it's lucky, but not necessarily in the good way. Like you've won the lottery, you get crushed by a vending machine, and then the vending machine gets struck by lightning all in one day. And it's like <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? They're just, you know, don't forget, don't forget about the meteorite. Oh, yeah, sorry. And then you get hit by a meteorite. meteorite. Yeah. yeah. All of those things might happen to one person in one day. That makes perfect sense. Um, that would be really unlucky. Jesus. Yeah, it would be pretty shit, wouldn't it? Although you would have won the lottery. That would be terrible. So, you know. That is true. That is true. Not terrible. Um, the, the most I've ever won on a from the lottery you know like you where you win like a quid on a scratch card that's probably yeah that's probably my my um lottery story which unfortunately is very very uninteresting i see that you're you're rocking a very very cool bad luck clothing t-shirt i think the people i'm indeed i'm indeed oh my god it's just an excuse to get my tits on camera (laughs) i am wearing a very cool t-shirt um feel free to you know go follow them on instagram um via my instagram i guess i don't know whatever we'll post a link we'll post a yeah. link dom um yes. we'll, we'll do that one but yeah i've got a very cool t-shirt on and i wasn't just doing it so that i could put my boobies on the camera <laughs> uh yes you are definitely rocking a very cool t-shirt my t-shirt isn't as cool but it is a michael myers t-shirt hey yeah it's very sick it is now Halloween, so... so you're allowed to wear it Absolutely. We were saying before we hit record, September is Halloween Eve. All of the all of September is Halloween Eve. So, Amy, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to assume that you've never heard of William Post or Jack Whittaker before. No, I have not. Okay. Are you ready to hear about their lottery wins and the just avalanche of misfortune that followed? I think so. I don't know, I'm a little bit nervous, but yeah, yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, let's get started. So, William Bud Post III had only $2.46 in his bank account in February 1988. But when this destitute middle-aged man heard about the Pennsylvania State's lottery with a $32 million jackpot, he decided that he would try his luck and give it a shot. He pawned a ring for $40 and gave the money to Anne Karpik, his landlady and on and off uh, girlfriend, in order to get him 40 tickets. However, Anne didn't just buy 40 tickets. She would get an additional 20. That's nice of her. Oh, cheers, yeah. Anne. I'm sure that uh, won't backfire in any possible yeah. way. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say cheers, Anne. Just, just hold on to that because yeah. maybe... Maybe it was not a great idea to get 20 more tickets because one of those probably was the winner. (laughs) I wonder how close they are. We'll see. Um, Not very. We'll go into why. (laughs) They're not very close. Um, Not very close at all. Um, So of those 60 tickets, obviously, one of them uh, would make all... Willie Post, $16.2 million richer. Happy days, right? That's a lot of money. Happy days. That is a lot of money that Willie Post has suddenly come into. Oh, yes. Like a family battling. He's 
I was I was waiting for you to to make a pun. Um, I, I was like, it's yeah. going to happen at some point. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can't be called Willie Post and not expect me to say something. You know. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, sixteen point whatever um, million dollars will probably shut me up. So go for it. Yeah, like. You know, I say happy days. He's got a lot yeah. more than $2.46 to his name. Um, nothing could go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. Um, well, uh, a lot could go wrong, um, in fact. And that's because Post, in just the two weeks after his historic win um, and receipt of the first of his 497,953 uh dollar annual payment he would spend more than $300,000 of it um wow. man's obviously been studying my spending habits <laughs> that is that's a, that's big a lot percentage. of money <laughs> um yeah it reminds me have you seen that In just um, two weeks I think it's either a vine or a tiktok I don't know anymore I'm of a certain generation where everything merges into one but there's that kid and he's like, the mum goes to him, you have $9. And he's like, not for long. I make bad financial decisions. It reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, incredibly relatable because I also make bad financial decisions. But yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would probably do something similar to this. Like if I but had what did you spend it on? I think I need to know uh, that before I make any judgments. We, that's that is the next bullet point. Don't worry. Okay, um, good. I won't leave you in the lurch for too long. No, I don't um, need to know. But, but yeah, that that's legit something that I would do if I I like if I got nearly five hundred thousand dollars. That I would be like I'm. I would spend it on useless shit, and ah, uh, it would be bad times. It, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I have no self-control. <laughs> no, me neither. Bad times. Me neither. Um, so in answer to your question of what exactly did this man buy to spend $300,000 in just two weeks, um, he would buy the following. He would buy a liquor license. He would buy a lease on a Florida restaurant for his brother and his sister. He would buy a used car lot and its fleet of cars for another brother. He would also purchase... This is the 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 cherry on top of stupid purchases. Okay, okay. get ready for this one, Amy, because I I okay. uncontrollably laughed when I read this. He That's also it. purchased. <laughs> he also purchased a twin engine plane, despite lacking a pilot's license <laughs> to actually fly said twin engine plane. So he was doing all right up until that point. Like the other things, they're quite generous. Like, you know, you're buying businesses for your family. That's quite nice. Like, that's a nice thing to do. And maybe if you go bankrupt, your family are a little bit more forgiving if they, you bought them businesses. But a plane, a plane plane for the sake of a plane. Literally, you can't even fly it. (laughs) To be fair, he got quite a lot for his money. If he only spent 300 grand and he got all of that. He's, he's doing all right. Like he's, you know, he's thrifty with it. I mean, at least it was more. It, I think it was more than three hundred. That that was like the ballpark oh. figure. I mean, even so, that's like what two businesses, a plane, 
And what was it? What was the first thing? I can't remember. But it's a lot of stuff for three hundred grand. Like, not terrible. So, come on, be a little bit more sensible. I mean, yeah. Um, Especially because within three months he was five hundred thousand dollars in debt. Whoops. (laughs) Okay. What? What? Oh no. Oh, Whitney, (laughs) honey, what have you done? Oh, that's so confusing. Um, okay, all right, that's fine. Yikes. He can put it back. <laughs> yeah, he'll be okay. He can he can make something work. I'm sure. It won't be the end of the world. Hope maybe. I don't know. Um, it doesn't get much better. To oh. Be honest. <laughs> oh, Willie. Oh, oh Willie. Dear. That's fine. He can. I was about to say he can fly his plane, but he can't. He can look at his plane. <laughs> uh, he can sit in his plane and then think, yeah. if only I had a pilot's license to fly this. Oh, that'd be cute. He can just sit in his plane and cry. <laughs> Money isn't everything, but if you, can, no. if, you, if you can cry in your own jet, then, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Then you're a better class of depressed than the rest of us. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the next year after being estranged from his siblings and forced to stay away from his sixth wife after firing a gun into her car, uh, decisions are not particularly, um, post strong suit. Um, he okay. would pay, uh, $395,000 for a home in oil city, Pennsylvania. I don't know if that's a wise decision when you're $500,000 in debt. But I mean, hey, you do. You got to live you, somewhere, Willie. right? <laughs> um, his former landlady, remember Miss Anne Carpick, the one who got him those twenty extra lottery tickets. Ah, yes. Um, would sue him for a share of his proceeds, claiming that they had agreed to split any winnings, which was a claim that Post fiercely denied. So, yes. Oh. Uh, in answer to your question, they're not they're not on very good terms. I mean, to be fair, if she's like, you can't prove which ones you bought and which ones she bought. So I would argue that if she's paid for, is it 33%? Like a third, basically, of the overall tickets, yeah. then she should get a third of the money. That would be my argument. I mean, that's a fair argument. I think that's fair. That is a fair argument, and that's probably that's probably what she was going for. Um, but but post was obviously not exactly a, a fan of, yeah. of that. It's already gone, love. Um, You're too late. <laughs> sorry, I spent it on a plane that I can't fly. Yeah, you want the plane? Whoop. Fuck it, take the plane. <laughs> um. So in 1992. When he refused to hand over his yearly payment to satisfy um, the judge, the judge would rule that all future payments must be suspended until the matter was handled. Um, And if having his annual payments frozen wasn't bad enough, um, Post's estranged brother uh, had a hankering for some of his moolah. And in order to receive, yes, uh, uh, oh, indeed, uh oh. Um, 
in order to receive uh, Post's winnings as inheritance, his brother hired a hitman to assassinate him and his sick wife. Uh, the attempt failed, and Post's brother was apprehended. That took a fucking Ooh. turn. Christ. <laughs> okay. What? Oh, the posts <laughs> don't seem all that savvy. Yeah. They, they don't seem yeah. that smart. Um, no. They get the money for a hitman. Uh, I, don't I have a lot of questions. I have so many questions. And dark I don't think web, I I'm guessing? Well, he got the money off I'd, the dark I'd web so. or he got the hitman off the dark web. But... The hitman, I don't know where he got the money. Unless he's wealthy anyway. Maybe, but, but then why anyway, should then brother he... buy any businesses? Yeah, yeah. It's and if you're that wealthy, you wouldn't need a hit. You wouldn't. You wouldn't need a hitman to assassinate to your, your brother to get his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a um, there's a lot of plot holes here. I'm not sure I'm 100 percent happy with the story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, things aren't going uh, particularly well for uh, for old Willie at the moment. Um, and they're not going to get much better, unfortunately. Um, Cash strapped the multimillionaire, well, at least on paper, uh, sold off most of his purchases. Uh, visitors to his dilapidated mansion um, in Oil City observed plywood covered windows, missing shower stalls, a pool full of junk, an old car on blocks in an overgrown yard, and a broken security system that chirped six times every 60 seconds which would be extremely annoying. Very, very annoying. Um, curious. Sounds like the, uh, <laughs> the home of a lottery winner. How how very fancy. Yes. <laughs> you really have to have um, you know, a good level of money for, for that high quality annoyance. Absolutely. Okay. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not great. It's no, not great. It's not great. Um, so by 1996, uh, Post had enough of being riddled with debt um, and made one last effort to get out of it. In an effort to pay off his debts and preserve uh, his savings, he sold the mansion that he paid $300,000. No, it was more than that. It was like nearly 400000 I think. Um, he sold it for $65,000 or... Oh, Willie. <laughs> Significantly oh, less what he paid. No. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Oh, so I not feel a bit sorry for him. I don't know. I mean, I say that he did fire a gun into his wife's car. Like, I don't feel that sorry for him. But I was just a bit silly when he just got a bit excited. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like, this is what happens when you get lots of money and... You're a bit naive, and maybe you don't have very good self-control. You end up doing this. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. hopefully not firing a car. Firing a car. I was about to say firing a car into your. I don't even know how one would gun. do that. Um, firing a gun into your wife's car. Hopefully, you don't no. do that. No. Um, but I imagine that there's quite a lot of people that win the lottery and then just get wrapped up in it and make ridiculous purchases. And then they end up like with absolutely no money because they just blow it all on ridiculous things. Yeah. Don't blow your load too soon. Moral of the story. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Taken however you decide <laughs> to take it. 
That's oh, that was, a du- that was a double one. Oh, I, I know. Like it. <laughs> Just on a roll. What can I say? Can't stop myself. Um, Neither can he. So, <laughs> I'm going to go again. <laughs> so, so, yes, he sold the mansion at, well, a significant loss. Um, and he auctioned off, auctioned off the last uh, 17 lottery payments that were still owed to him. Very prudent. Mr. Mr. Uh, Post. Uh, Wait. Post. What? So he auctioned them off? Oh, so for less money. Right, got you. Yeah. Sorry, Nax isn't my strong point. Got it. <laughs> I understand now. Oh, dear. I mean, that was... That was a... A pretty prudent decision. Um, no. I, I don't know how much he would have... Like, I don't know how good of a financial situation he would have been in after that. He's still not great. Probably still not great, but at least he's he's doing things to like get some money. At least he's he's trying at least he's been like, you know what? Maybe I should try and actually get some money in and stop losing money. <laughs> Maybe I should change this up a little bit. Yeah. Um and unfortunately for for our friend Willie, uh, by the following year he had used almost all of the two point five, uh, uh, two point six five million dollars uh, that was left to pay off his debts, which is fair. He's got debts to pay. He's going to have to pay them. Um, what wasn't so prudent was the fact that he would also go on to buy two further homes, a truck, three cars, two Harley Davidson motorcycles, two sixty-two inch televisions, a luxury oh camper. God computers and a $260,000 sailboat. That wasn't so prudent. Willie. Yeah. <laughs> Such a silly little sausage. Just hold on to it for a little while. Jesus. I don't know. Buy yourself like something. Do you know what? It's funny, isn't it? Because sometimes when I realize that I've got a little bit of extra money, I'll be like, do you know what? I might just buy myself like takeaway or yeah. Yeah, you know, a Toblerone or something like you know yeah. something cute and little. I don't think. Oh, do you know what? I could do with a Harley Davidson. That I'll just pop that in the basket. Why not? And and he's the... just doing it with like multiple houses and shit. And it's like, mm, yeah. sure, Willie, sure, Willie. You've made you've made some choices. That's for sure. Yes. So, uh, Post would uh, eventually be arrested on said luxury yacht uh, in 1998 due to refusing to turn, turn himself in to serve a 6 to 24 month term for an assault conviction. Um, Post had unsuccessfully fought his conviction all the way to the state Supreme Court after being found guilty of firing a shotgun at a man who had come to his uh, oil city mansion to collect a debt for car repairs. That's a bit of an overreaction there, Willie. I'm not going to lie, mate. Yeah, a bit. I don't think you needed to fire the shotgun. Maybe it's just like anytime he hears the word debt, he just like, you know, the red screen comes down and he just... Maybe. <laughs> just gets the shotgun. Doesn't know what Maybe. else to do. Um, so uh, after being uh, released from prison, um, old Willie would live on a $450 a month disability check until his death in 2006 um quote 
Everybody dreams of winning money, but nobody realizes the nightmares that come out of the woodwork or the problems, he would say in 1993. I was much happier when I was broke, end quote. So that's the story of our friend Willie. Maybe a little bit naive with his purchases, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a little bit naive with his purchases, a little bit quick to temper. Just, just, just take a chill pill, mate. And, you know, one thing at a time. Yeah. Although he was quite generous. Like I say, you know, he he was trying to take care of his family. He was trying to set them up with better businesses and whatnot. So, all bad, I guess. (laughs) No, true. He's done it terribly, obviously. But, you know, at least he tried. True. Um, And... In return for that, his brother tried to assassinate him. There's strong family values. Yeah, awkward. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how that went, went down uh, like Christmas dinner the following year. Just like, yeah, God, are you still oh going God, on that about that? Well awkward. Get over <laughs> yeah. it. Didn't happen. Fuck's sake. <laughs> his, um, he, he asked like Willie for like the potatoes. And then Woody's like, well, if, you, if I'm not going to give them to you, are you going to try and assassinate me again? And then the mum's just well, like, do, shoot boys, me. boys, please, can't we just have a nice family dinner? It's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because like, oh, dear. There's, that's a lot of money that he was trying to get out of him. But I can't imagine any sum of money being enough for me to think, yeah, I'm just going to assassinate my family. It's yeah. the only logical yeah. thing to do. It's yeah. just not enough. Like, I guess money is more important to some people than others. But even so, like, would you really kill your own brother for money? It's not really, not really. I think. I think cool, it's cool, is it? Yeah. Like, obviously, any rational person wouldn't do it. But I think there are people out there that, if if they see like a family member has has come into a lot of money, I think they would they would be like. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that that would happen. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, um, probably not. Because money corrupts, doesn't it? So absolutely. Um. Yes, it does. Cool. Um. So that was the first of our two stories. Um. About old Willie. Um. And before we move on to our next. Um. Our next poor, poor soul, uh, Jack Whittaker. I think it's time for a little break. Amy, what do you think? I agree. I need to go and check my bank account. <laughs> I think I, I think I do too. I wonder if um, someone's yeah. kindly put some some of their lottery winnings. If they haven't, then oh, 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 stuff's gonna go down. I tell you, <laughs> stuff's gonna go down. We'll get your hopes up, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Double check, you know. You never any, know. You never know. If any of the YouTube subscribers would be so kind as to, uh, <laughs> yeah, put just in give some it a money. go. See how you feel. <laughs> Might be all right. That would be grand. Um, we do have a buy me a coffee link. Buy us like um, one one thousand coffees. That I would be quite a bit of money, money. I think. I, I don't know. I think that's it's why. probably not. <laughs> maybe like three grand you know i mean it's fine if you want to do it obviously do it like (laughs) feel free but i'm not going to turn it down but it's not as much money as you think it is if you could buy us and if amy turns it down 
if Amy turns it down, then I will take the 3,000. Yeah, and we'll be very high on capping, but also very high on life and money. Yes, absolutely. Um, Cool. So we shall see you back here in just a few minutes. Hey, Steven. Hey, Leo. I love horror movies. So do I. I don't love that I have nobody to talk about them with. It sucks you see something great, you tell your friends to go see it, and they don't have the time because they have kids and a job. <sighs> they have a life. Boring. I know. Imagine if there was a podcast where you could make your buddy watch a horror movie and under threat of death they had to, and then you got to talk about it, crack jokes, things like that. That sounds wonderful. What if we did it? We could do it. Under threat of death. Yes, so much death, so much threat. I love it. We could call it Spoils of Horror. Great name. And guess what? What? We've been doing it for three months. What? It's crazy. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can search Spoils of Horror on all social medias. Come check us out. Hang out with us. Have a good time. Join us. If you dare. Dun, dun, dun. Hey friends, I'm Katie. And I'm Emily. And we're the hosts of Malice and Mocktails, a true crime podcast. We are just two sisters covering cases of both vintage and contemporary true crime. And because true crime can be a bit of a bummer, at the end of every episode, we share with you some of our favorite mocktail recipes. Join us every week, wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, make good choices. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to part two of our episode about some unlucky lotto winners. Um, We've talked about William Post, um, uh, maybe, as we said in the break, a financial advisor might have been useful. Um, Yeah. It seems like he probably needed one. Just get someone that knows what they're doing. I'm really bad at maths, so I always ask the calculator. And if you're really bad at money, you should probably ask an accountant or someone that isn't bad at money to help you, just to, you know, yeah. ease things along a little bit. So our second story is that of Jack Whittaker. Um, and if you thought Bud was was pretty unlucky, oh, oh boy, um, Jack... Oh, yeah, Jack makes Bud look extremely lucky um, in, in comparison. I will say that, as with Bud, some of this is self-inflicted. Some of it is very not very not self-inflicted at all and is actually very, okay. um, very sad. Um, but, yes, it's, it's yet again a string of bad luck after coming into quite a bit of money. So, shall we go, Amy? Let's go. I'm intrigued. So the issues would start on Christmas night in 2002 when the construction business owner from Putnam County, West Virginia, won a record-breaking Powerball prize. He would accept, after taxes, $113 million in one big sum rather than dividing his $315 million into uh, numerous parts. Um. So that's quite a bit more than, that's a lot of than old Willy. Um, oh, that made my vagina clench. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money. 
<laughs> is that what is that what does it to your vagina? <laughs> Hearing I mean, a lot of things do it to my vagina. Around. You know, if if someone got that in their bank, it's definitely not going to not have an effect. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's um, it's, it's a lot of money. So it's definitely a lot. Of, there's a lot I can yeah. overlook for that amount of money. Yeah, it makes someone extremely attractive, doesn't it? Yeah, let's face it. Yeah, really. Um, so so yes, he he won quite a bit of money. Um, so the fifty-five-year-old was already worth seventeen million uh, when he hit the Powerball bonanza. Um, <laughs> so he didn't really what? need one hundred and thirteen million, but hey ho, he's now worth a very large amount of money. I mean, Some it looks so Willie Post though. only had £2.46 or $2.46 in his bank account when he won. Like, yeah. this bloke don't need the fucking lottery. What are you even playing no. for? <laughs> Dude! What the hell? I mean, good for you, whatever, but blimey. Yeah. You don't really need um, to be playing the lottery. He's just doing it for shits and gigs at this point. Yeah, and he does seem that kind of guy after sort oh, of reading... Right. Reading it, he does seem that kind of guy that would just be like, he would just do it for shits and giggles. And if he won, he won. If he didn't, he didn't. Um, so, so yes, Whitaker was already worth quite a bit of money, uh, which begs the question, Amy, did he really need another 113 million to turn his sorry life around? The answer is no, Ooh. he probably didn't. <laughs> I mean, you would hope not. How sorry is his life that it takes, uh, what, 130 million to turn it around? <laughs> right? That's like, um, I don't know, it's like Bill Gates being like, I need another 100 million because I, I'm struggling. I need to turn this yeah. around. I mean, at this point, if I wanted to turn my sorry life around, I'd maybe leave like, I don't know, 30 quid. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he'd yeah. do with all that money. Yeah um how how the other half live right mm. how the other half live um so so no he he didn't really need another 113 million to turn his life around he seemed to be doing pretty good um however this powerful win would set in motion a pretty dire series of events so oh. Whisaker promised after winning the money that it wouldn't uh, change who he was um, the the man who's quite brash anyway um, to 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 drive this home would go to the Pink Pony, which is a strip club uh, close to his house, a week after winning, and he would throw fifty thousand dollars in cash on the bar. Fuck yeah, that's the night to be working, can. girls. <laughs> can you can you imagine? It was fucking Squid Games in there. When he threw that 50,000 in cash on the bar, they were climbing over each other. I am elbows ripping were being off thrown. Yeah. I'm biting dollar bills <laughs> out of thongs. Like, whatever needs to be done, I'm clapping cheeks to get to that money. Fucking Hunger Games. Up I will there. never Jesus. have worked harder as a stripper than that <laughs> night. That means oh, that makes it sound dear. like I'm a stripper. I'm not a stripper. But I would be if that was what was happening. Like... These bitches yeah. are going down. Yeah. And it, like, yeah, it's battle royale. Like, people are, like, last last woman standing. 
right up in there. God damn. They're like grabbing um, bottles, they're glassing each other. <laughs> Poor old Jack's there, like girls. I just wanted to see some titties. Like, you know, well, deal with this later. Might, maybe. Maybe he likes to see a scrap. I don't know. Maybe that was better maybe. than seeing Maybe. I mean, some people are into uh, that, yes, but... Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's his kink. Who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, quote, um, my worst nightmare was waking up in the morning and reading in the paper that Jack Whittaker got rolled at the Pink Pony. I mean, uh, that was a quote from the bar manager. Uh, probably uh, not the kind of rolled that he would he would have anticipated i mean no but he can't be complaining surely like you put 50 grand on the bar like he's done he's done all right for a night's work yeah Yeah. uh i don't know maybe i don't know maybe he was like uh yeah i don't know um i i would probably be like 50, 50 50 grand in cash put it in the till god damn yeah we don't have that much booze (laughs) No. <laughs> um, so following this, uh, Whitaker would become even more uh, brazen. Months later, he would boast of having $545,000 stored in his Lincoln in the parking lot um, during a subsequent visit to the club. And what could go wrong? Um, well, two workers would allegedly um, drug his drink and then break into the car and take the money. Um, Whitaker did experience some good luck, however, when the money was discovered close to a dumpster. Um, and uh, to... to <laughs> I love this quote so much. Uh, when asked why he felt it was wise to carry over half a million in cash, Whitaker would simply respond, because I can. Is he is he attractive? Like, <laughs> no, if like... you saw the teaser, if you if you saw the teaser Tuesday post, he was the first photo of that. So no, he's not very. Attractive. Oh no, okay, maybe not. But <laughs> I mean, goddamn, that sort of line like would would floor a girl. I I get it, but also don't be a knob. Like you know what's yeah. not attractive is being an idiot, and that's yeah. clearly what you're being. <laughs> So, yes, carry it around if you want to, but don't tell people you're doing it. That's just stupid. You're just throwing money away at that point. Yeah, exactly. And and maybe it was because he was already worth 17 million before. So maybe he just, he's extremely blase about it. I don't know. But like you said, it's probably not wise when you've got half a million in cash with you to then boast that you've got it in your car. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's probably not a fantastic idea the thing is it does um, make you wonder because like I don't know how so to get a considerable amount of money out of, the, out of any bank in the UK you have to go through quite a few like security checks like you have yeah. to sign quite a lot of documents yeah. and I'm not talking you know a massive amount of money like I'm talking like maybe anything over about two grand you're having to sign yeah. paperwork and, and make sure that you know, they know who you are. How the fuck are you going into a bank and getting out 500 grand in cash? Like, surely just the, a, 
such a weird thing to complain about. I, I don't but, know. Like, <laughs> the logistics alone are just a nightmare. So why? Oh, yeah. I don't understand. What was he going to yeah. do with it? Like, if it didn't I, get I just, stolen, what was he going to do with it? Just I don't know. Around. I've got visions yeah. in my head of, you know, that bit in Breaking Bad where um, Jesse has all the money and he's just throwing it out the window and, like, yeah. giving it away to his neighbours. Yeah. But I've got visions of that. Maybe he just had one of those moments where he wanted to be a bit generous. But just don't tell anyone it's up. That's really dumb. Uh, on another occasion, uh, the general manager and a dancer manager of the same club who were romantically involved were detained and accused of planning to rob Whitaker after spiking his drink. Um, and to put the cherry on top of this rather shit Sunday, um, five, min- five months after the original incident of money being taken from his car, another 200000 was taken from the same car at the same club. Um, Jack, my friend, one, stop leaving bags of money in your car. Uh, and two, maybe go to a different strip club. What is so good about this strip club that you can't go to a different one? I mean, I don't know. You know the feeling you get when you just go into a strip club and you think, do you know what? This is home. I feel good here. This is my vibe. Maybe. You don't want to give that up easy. But also, just stop leaving no. bags of money in your car. Like, it's not where it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be. Just don't do it. Like, you're not going to oh, end up be me. out and think, oh, fuck, I forgot my 200 grand. Shit. I yeah. need it back tonight. But yeah. what for? What yeah. are you going to buy on a night out at a strip club that's cost 200 grand? It doesn't happen. So just leave it at home. Put it in the bank. Just yeah. put it somewhere safer than the back of your car. Yeah. There's yeah, my financial no, exactly. advice. There you go. I'm now a qualified exactly. financial advisor. Um, don't leave it in your car. <laughs> check <laughs> do you think like um on this third incident he was like okay i know that things have gone a bit wrong but i've got a good feeling nothing's going to go wrong today it's, it's fine it's going to be good it's going to be good it's, it's all good Can you imagine if and he's then... just gone out to his car in the car park like window smash money gone and he's just standing there going what am i doing wrong what 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 I don't get I keep getting money stolen. It seems so simple to me. Like, you would hope that after the third time, he's realized that it's a fucking bad idea. Do you think on the third time, like like you say, he goes out, window smashed, and then he's just like, man, I really tried this time. I really tried to do everything right, and it still went wrong. It still went money. What? I can't cope over it. I put a note on it saying, please don't take the money. And they still took the money. Don't steal me. <laughs> yeah. It's just not a good place to keep money, really, is it? But especially not in that quantity. Oh, dear. Also, yeah, no. Like a bag with 200 grand in it. Because in my head, like, it's huge. Yeah. I'm but maybe it big. isn't. Maybe not. Know. What's, like, the maybe biggest not. American bill? Americans, help us. What is the biggest American know. bill? Is there, like, a thousand of a bill? Because if there is, then maybe it's not bad. Because then it's just crack, isn't it? So, from memory, um, from obviously last year, um, so I think the biggest you can get is a $100 bill. I'm pretty sure that's the most. But I might be wrong. Americans, correct us in the comments. Leave a DM. uh, Put in the Q&A section. 
you know, help us out. Um, what is the biggest bill? So it I would be $2,100 bills to be yeah. 200 grand, which I don't know, maybe that's just not as much of a pile as I'm thinking it is, but it seems like it would be quite a lot, you know, take yeah. up quite a lot of space. Yeah. Well, like like you said, I'm thinking like this duffel bag must be huge. And that's the 200,000. Yeah. Like the, the 500,000 one must have been fucking humongous. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Well, that's exactly huge, it. Like, at what thing. point do you look at this stack of money and think, fuck, I can't carry that. I might as well just take the car. <laughs> that's that's my thinking. Yeah. Like, why haven't they just stolen the whole thing? Yeah. I, I don't it know. It on um, in for a pound and all that. <laughs> but yes, um, please do let us know uh, whether it's a comment, whether it's uh, on the Q&A section, just... Let us know, our American listeners, what is yeah. the biggest dollar bill that you can get? Because we 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 we're not sure. Um, yeah, in the UK, we only got up to fifties. So yeah, which is rubbish. I'm gonna it's be actually honest. rubbish when you think about it. Right, pretty, pretty bad. Considering right? like on a night out, if you pay for like a fancy dinner, it usually comes to a hundred. So yeah, you would think we would have a bigger one, but apparently we don't. So yeah. also, and if you've only he's eating cash these days, but well, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. So Whitaker um, did uh, gain a reputation for his behavior uh, throughout the county. Shocking. Um, the Washington Post claims that he loudly offered one female barmaid money in exchange for sex while drunk at a neighborhood bar. Um, he would later uh, offer $10,000 to another bartender if she would pose for him in her underwear. You'd be shocked to know that both women would turn him down. What? <laughs> 10 grand to pose in your fucking hell where is this guy I, <laughs> I mean I'd do it for a lot less uh, I'd do it on Instagram <laughs> for free I mean what the fuck uh, yeah no, fair um, uh, it wouldn't take me a lot of money I don't think to pose in my underwear in your underwear naked is different naked yeah I'd probably still do for 10 grand but you know, that's different. But in your underwear, come on, girl, make yourself a bit of money. You invest in something. <laughs> but she she obviously had her, her high value. She was just like, nah, Jack, nah, not, not oh, you. Yeah. Obviously, it's sleazy. So, like, I'm not just to... taking away from the fact that it's a sleazy thing to do. But, I mean, someone offered me 10 grand to pay in my underwear. You're damn straight I'm doing it. Mm. I wouldn't I mean... even be able to, like, they wouldn't have even finished the question on the kill. <laughs> I mean, he did look like a bit of a dirty old man, so I don't know if that mm, yeah. did not help this. Right? And while it's easy to have a giggle and a gasp at a man being a little naive with his money and just a bit cocky, um, these following a few incidents are unfortunately a little bit less comical. Um, on September the 16th, 2004, uh, Jesse Tribble, an 18-year-old on and off again boyfriend of Whitaker's granddaughter, Brandy Bragg, would be found dead in Whitaker's home um, in Tees Valley, Tias Valley, one of those, uh, West Virginia. Um, according to a coroner's report, he overdosed on oxycodone, meth methadone, meperidine, and cocaine. That's a, quite a cocktail of drugs. Yeah, that's a mix. Yes. Um, a little over three months later, um, Brandy, uh, said to be the apple of Jack's eye, 
Unfortunately, would be found dead on a male friend's property, her body wrapped in a plastic sheet uh, behind a broken down van. Uh, Methadone and cocaine were discovered in her system. Um, However, the cause of death would be undetermined and nobody would be charged of any crime. That Mm. took a bit of a turn, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's nice. So far, all he's done is be a little bit sleazy. He wouldn't wish that on anyone. Let alone, no. you know, someone that really deserves it. He's not really done anything too bad, has he? No. Um, just like you said, just a bit sleazy and yeah. um, probably some poor decisions with leaving bags of money. Um, so he definitely I mean, didn't. You say that, right? It is a poor decision. And telling people about it is an even poorer decision. But technically, you should be able to do it. But you should be able to leave yeah. a bag of your own money in your own car without having to worry. What's, what yeah. he's done there isn't bad. What the other people have done in taking advantage of that information and breaking into the car and stealing the money, that's bad. Was yeah. he a bit silly in thinking yeah. that he could trust people not to do that? Yes. But what he's done isn't anything illegal or horrible. It's just a bit, probably a bit naive, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't think I wouldn't say that he's done anything. Oh no, he hasn't done anything bad. bad at this point. He's um, just been a bit, been a bit silly. Just yeah, he's just been a bit silly. Uh, so at a hearing for his DUI from January two thousand and three um, on October eleventh two thousand and five. Um, so the DUI was from two thousand and three. Uh, court hearing was in two thousand and five. Um, a visibly upset Whitaker would lash out at local law enforcement for focusing on his troubles while failing to arrest anyone in relation to his granddaughter's death, saying, quote, go after whoever killed my granddaughter with as much zealous as these buttholes are trying to convict me of something I didn't do. That's a pretty good quote. I'm not going to lie. I think that's probably quite fair as well. Yeah. You know, you want the focus yeah. in the right places and clearly it isn't. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and unfortunately, I couldn't find anything on whether the police did a thorough investigation, so I can't say if there was good police work or bad police work. I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, he wasn't particularly happy that they were um, going after his troubles and yeah. um, looking for for his granddaughter's killer. Um, so uh, Whitaker was one to enjoy... Um, gambling or gaming but that also proved to be a bit disastrous when caesar's atlantic city filed a lawsuit against him for bouncing a 1.5 million dollar check written to cover his losses um he filed a countersuit arguing that they actually owed him money and that his losses should have been reimbursed because because of a slot machine that he created don't know if that's a uh that's uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know how good of a cover that is for a, a one point five million dollar bounce check. Mm, no, I don't know how good it is either. To be honest, I don't really fully understand the whole gambling thing and how it works. As someone that doesn't personally gamble, I have yeah. no idea. You know what the deal is, but generally, I think casinos, when you're gambling in the way that he probably was, because he had a lot of money. I think they tend to like give you a line of credit. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've heard. It would imply that he was in debt before 
it ever got to a stage yeah. where they owed him anything. And if what yeah. he won or contributed or whatever doesn't cover that, then yes, he would owe you money. And also, yeah. if you believed that the casino owed you money, why would you bother writing a check in the first place? <laughs> I'd, he's I'd, obviously like, oh, I'd shit. Think... You know, I do owe you money. Here you go. Yeah. Let's see if this works. And then when it didn't, was like, yeah. oh, you owe me money. Sure. Like, it's a bit. <laughs> oh, no. The, yeah. The, the, check, the check bounced. Oh, could have seen that coming. This is such a shock. <laughs> I had no idea that was going to happen as I was leaving the state. Yeah. <laughs> he gives them the check and he just slowly backs out of the room. She's like, oh, they're going to buy it. They're going to buy it. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the check's like from Monopoly and is written in crayon. <laughs> it's just like, that. that'll definitely work. That will go through, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Following another casino squabble, he would reach a settlement with a lady named Kitty French, who would accuse him of sexually assaulting her at the Tri-State oh. Racecourse. It is a pretty good name. That that wasn't so great. Um, the, 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 the cool name though. Um, yeah, yes. sorry, that, um, a, that was a roller coaster. Um, yeah, that was a little bit <laughs> great. Many sexual thought. Fuck. We're we're not laughing at the the. The second part of that sentence, no, people, we're just laughing much. that that was that was a that was a quick turnaround. Um, yeah. So, so yes, uh, Kitty French um, would accuse him of sexually assaulting her at the Tri-State Racecourse and Gaming Center in Charleston, West Virginia. Um, in 2007, Whisker would state that he couldn't pay um, uh, because he was broke. Um, how did this happen? I, I hear you ask. Uh, well, he would state, according to CBS News, uh, a, quote, team of crooks cashed fake checks um, and, quote, got all my money. Um, according to Whisker, the thieves went to 12 branches of the City National Bank and would cash 12 checks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, mm. Okay. All right. I mean, I guess it could happen. Uh, I, 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 big part of me is just like you didn't want to pay the settlement. Unfortunately, I wish yeah. that wasn't the case. But yeah, I, I don't buy that. It, it just seemed a bit vague, doesn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what it reminds me of? Um, I don't know. Sorry, I'm gonna deep dive into like a bit of Friends. Okay. Okay, go. Um, but there's an episode where Phoebe is trying to teach Joey how to lie. And he's like, he can't get away from the idea that this raccoon comes and does everything. So he'll be like, <laughs> oh, and then this raccoon came in um, and took all the money. And this is what it reminds me of. It's like, oh, well, I'm broke. <laughs> and you, you know what? This this um, this gang of crooks, they just came in and, and, and they took all the money. And I don't know how it happened, but it happened because I've got no money. Yeah. It reminds me of that. It's like if he turned around and went, I had I had millions, but then this raccoon came and, and took all the money. So now I can't pay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Thing, right? Like also you wouldn't have all your money in one place. Like M- Mr. Post, he might have done, 
like 16 million is a lot of millions to you and me, but to people that are rich, isn't that much money. Like you could easily yeah. have that in one place without, and obviously because you've taken it yearly as well. You could easily have that in one place and have it just sit in there and, you know, it could easily therefore be robbed. But for a man like that, who's got A, experience with money and having a lot of it from prior to his lottery win, yeah. and then B, a hell of a lot more money sitting around, you don't just have yeah. it sitting in one place. Like you don't have no. just one, even like a set of bank accounts with one bank because there's, yeah. it leaves you open to people robbing you of your money. You have it in offshore yeah. accounts. You have it in, you know, investments in stocks and bonds. You, you do yeah. stuff with it so that if you're ever in a position where someone robs part of your wealth, you don't lose all of it. So I refuse to believe that these 12 crooks went in and yeah. took all of his money from the one place that he had it. It yeah. just doesn't, yeah, doesn't sit right with me, you know? Yeah. It, it's... Just not a very good cover story, I don't think. Um, no. Like I said, I, I just, unfortunately, I think she didn't want to reach the settlement um, or pay the settlement. And that was sort of his his excuse. Uh, but like you said, you know, if if you're smart about it, you don't have all of that money in one bank account. You, you divvy it out and you do what you can to make sure that people can't get their hands on it by having it in different places and by putting it in in this and by doing that and this and that etc yeah um so yes i'm i'm not quite buying that mr whitaker unfortunately um uh so whitaker um or whitaker's um 42 year old daughter uh ginger whitaker bragg uh who was obviously brandy bragg's mother um would unfortunately also be found dead uh, near Daniels, West Virginia on July the 5th, 2009. Um, the cause was not explained, but authorities uh, didn't uh, suspect that there was any foul play. Following this, things seemed to go, uh, things seemed to quiet down um, for Jack, which I'm sure to him was a release, uh, was, a, was a relief. You know, he's lost He's lost his daughter, his granddaughter. Um, his granddaughter's on and off um, partner died on his property. You know, he's had lawsuits. He's had money stolen from him. He's, you know, a whole heap has been has been thrown um, at old Jack. So he's, he was probably quite relieved when things started to sort of not be a bit of a palaver. Yeah. Yeah, sounds it. So, um, and then his house would catch on fire in the early morning of uh, December the 2nd, 2016. <laughs> I feel like you're doing that thing that I do where I like give you a nice little story and then I drop like something major into it and you're just doing that. But instead of like doing it once, you're just going, oh, here's another thing and another thing and another thing and another thing. And I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> what? What's happening? <laughs> okay, so now his house um, went down. Cool, good. So I mean, not good, bad. What? So, so yes. Um, and I didn't mean to laugh that. I more laughed at Amy's Amy's reaction. Yeah, sorry, I'm a bit funny. mind blown at the minute. Um, but yes, after after a period of, um, I was going to about say serenity. I don't know if it was really serenity. It was just a period mm. of 
nothing going a bit wrong. Um, uh, his house would unfortunately catch fire in the early morning hours of December the 2nd, 2016. And I know what you may be thinking, Amy and listeners. Excuse the pun. He's burned through a lot of his money. Um, and this is him trying to get some insurance claim. This is him trying to get some insurance payout. Yeah. He didn't have that home insured. Oh. So he wasn't going to get an insurance payout. Um, I... He's just a bit of a silly goose, and he, like Jack Whitaker, is the king of the silly geese. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm learning here. He's the silliest, silliest of the gooses. Um, the silliest goose. He is the silliest goose. Um, so when firefighters did eventually arrive, um, the house was entirely engulfed in flames, and uh, unfortunately for Jack, it would be declared a complete and utter loss. Um, Whitaker's wife was in the house when the fire started. However, thankfully, she was able to escape safely and there were no injuries reported. So good. Fucking yeah, hell. That, can you imagine if I thought you could do it again? I thought you like, his wife was in the house and she died. I, I, I don't know how many more I can take. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I mean, can you imagine like if his wife didn't get out of the house? Can you imagine? Jack then, like, my goodness me, I don't know what he would have done if that if that happened. Um, Neither. But, but yes, she was able to uh, escape the house uh, and wasn't injured. Now, I know this might come off as victim blaming in a way, and that's not the intention. But even before the lottery win, with that much money, how do you not have your home insured? That's just wild to me. All right. You know. Help me out here, Amy. You know that I love an argument. I don't agree. <laughs> I do think you should always have home insurance because it makes fucking sense. But, but I will put forward a counter argument because that's who I am as a person. Okay. I'm a stubborn little fuck and I like to do that. <laughs> um, if you've got enough money... The whole idea of having insurance is that you replace the items that you've lost with the money that you would gain from the insurance. If you've got a shit ton of mm-hmm. money and your house burned down, are you really going to care about getting that money back? Or are you just going to start again from scratch, buy yourself a new house, buy yourself new stuff? Do you really even need that money? Um, is paying that monthly premium or whatever it is that you pay for it, because bear in mind, obviously, the bigger the house, the more stuff, like important stuff you've got in it, the more the cost of the insurance goes up. So is paying it just something that you can't be asked to do? You can't be asked to, you know, pay that monthly payment. What you'd rather do is, oh, well, that was burned to the ground. Luckily, I've got $130 million in the bank, so I'll just buy a new one and buy a new stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the your items that you have almost hold a lot less value if you haven't necessarily had to work your ass off for them. Do you know what I mean? Like there's things in my house yeah. that I'm, I, I'm not a rich person, but I've, I've worked for the money to buy them and therefore they mean a lot to me because I know that I've, I've had to work for them. Whereas if you're very, very rich, that, you know, Xbox that I've had to work for 
you haven't. So if your Xbox breaks, yeah. you just buy a new one. Whereas for me, that's like a financial fucking ruin. You know, it, it's upsetting. So maybe, maybe you're not as bothered about insurance. That would be the counter argument. That being said, I don't believe that counter argument. It was fucking dumb. Just pay for the insurance. <laughs> don't be a knob. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's maybe, maybe why. I can, I can... Don't place as much value on it or put insurance in it. If it's replaceable yeah. to you, then replace it. Yeah. And I and I can see that. Like, he's got a lot of money, so he probably was of the attitude of, well, if I lose my house, then it's not difficult for me to buy another one. Um, he seems the kind of guy that, like, would have that attitude as well. He's just like, yeah. oh, I can buy another house. No, 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 no biggie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like like we said at the same time, like maybe have some insurance um sure it just seems like the intelligent like thing to do <laughs> like yeah um, so yes um that was the 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 cherry on top of jack whittaker's um pretty pretty dire run of of um partly bad decisions and partly bad luck um so uh, jack whittaker would um pass away on june the 27th 2020 at the age of 72 um after a long illness um however no other information was revealed um he once told the associated press that quote i'm only going to be remembered as the lunatic who won the lottery um but a strong argument could be made that jack whitaker may go down as the unluckiest powerball winner in history and that is our case of some quite unlucky lotto winners. Does this make you less willing to go and find that winning ticket, Amy? Are you still, would you still fancy your chances? Would you still want to win the lottery, even though it might bring you some horrendous luck afterwards? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be the person that sits here and, and says, do you know what? I don't fancy winning the lottery. No, I won't bother. I'll take my fucking chance, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'll give it a go. I'll will do my know, best to not be unlucky. <laughs> I would happily, you know, take the lottery winning. Um, but that being said, I'm also a very firm believer in the idea and not to get, you know, all hippie or peace and love about it. But I am very much um, a fan, of, well, not a fan, but a supporter of the idea that, that the things that make you happiest in life don't come from having money. Yeah. Um, and money can only get you so far you know it's as long as you're living a comfortable life with people around you that you love then how much money do you really i think in both of these cases the money is what's brought about the bad luck you know it's he wouldn't have been robbed if he didn't tell people about the money he um william post's brother wouldn't have tried to kill him if it hadn't been for the money so it's very difficult to put an argument forward that yes, you know, money is is good in the case. Um but I think it all depends on what you do with it. You know, if if you've got enough money yeah. to be able to help other people and and all of that kind of thing, then then it's a good thing. Like I think everyone's done the thing where they daydream or they fantasize about what they would do if they win the lottery. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm also incredibly guilty of 
and yes, I, there's a, some things that I would buy for myself that, you know, I think most people would like a, a bigger house and, you know, whatever it is, I don't drive. So I would necessarily put that bother about cars, but you know, just certain things that would make your own life a little bit more comfortable, but always in those scenarios, my things tend to be, okay, well, I'd make sure that, you know, my family was comfortable and I'd make sure that some of my friends had a bit of money as well, because I don't want to be rich without, you know, and be able to do rich people things without having friends to do it with. So I, I would spread that wealth around. Yeah. And then if I can, you know, go to a charity that I support and give them a shit ton of money, that's going to have a huge impact, then why not? Because like I say, money can only get you so far when it comes to happiness. And once you've got the nice house and you've got yourself set up and you've got your family comfortable, there's only so much you can spend shopping. Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can only buy so many pairs of shoes. Yeah. And and then it yeah. just becomes a bit pointless. So why not give some of it away? And I think, I mean, Will Post tried to do that. He, he tried to, you know, set up his family. And I think that's yeah, respectable. Yeah. It's just the case that unfortunately his family were a little bit, well, one member of his family in particular was a little bit greedy. And, and Jack, you know, yeah, he was just a bit silly. I think that's what it is. Like, I don't think there's anything malicious in anything that he did. He was just a little bit dumb, right? Made some yeah. bad choices and had a lot of yeah. really bad luck. Perfect. Ah, it, see? Um, see? Had a lot of really bad luck. And... <laughs> which we all have from time to time. It's just that we don't have as much money to lose when the time comes around. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, you say you don't have a car. Um, William Post also didn't have a pilot's license, and that didn't stop him from getting a plane. Well, yeah, this is true. This is true. So maybe I would buy a couple of cars just to fucking sit in and cry. You know, why not? Will Work for Will Post, why not me? Yeah, because, I mean... Let's be honest, crying in a Lamborghini or a, or a Ferrari will soften the blow a little bit. Absolutely. It, it really works. Um, right. Saying that, if I'm going to go in, I might as well just buy a plane. <laughs> I can't but, um, fly or drive, so why not just go straight to the plane and skip the no, middle no, room? No, you that's know? true. That's true. That is very true. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's just, uh, like you said, I don't think there was anything malicious intended. Um it was just bad decisions, a bit of naivety. Jack was probably a bit of a, uh, don't want to say, maybe a bit of a, bit of a cocky, arrogant guy who, you know, thought that oh, I can leave five hundred thousand dollars in a car. I can leave two hundred thousand yeah. dollars in a car. Um, but like you said, I don't think there was there was any ill intent. Um, it's just when. When there's all, when especially when people know that you've got a lot of money, um, you know, things can can go a bit wrong. Um, what's the and people take advantage? People take yes. advantage. You know, if if people know you've got money, it's one of the reasons that um, you know big UK lottery wins. They get sort of counselling and they get like advisors on how to handle publicity and and HR people yeah. and stuff like that. And it's because you know, you win a considerable amount of money and it gets publicized and suddenly every fucker that you've ever met in your life comes out of the woodwork with a sub story. And as much as it's lovely to help people, not all of those people are going to be honest. Not all of those people are going to be genuine about what they need 
and they're certainly yeah. not all going to be, you know, not have malicious intentions and you have to be careful. Yeah. And I think, yes, Jack Whittaker maybe was a bit arrogant. He maybe was a bit of a show-off um, in, you know, saying, oh, I've got this much money in my car, but that doesn't make him a bad person. And no. No. It certainly doesn't mean that someone should then feel free to go and commit a crime against him, which is essentially what happened. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. a difficult one. It's um, yeah, money definitely changes people. Although it sounds yeah. like that um, wasn't really changed that much because he was already rich, but still, yeah, it it really seems that it changed Willie more than it changed Jack. Jack was just Jack yeah. with more Jack money. Was just, <laughs> yeah. Jack, after winning the lottery, Jack was just Jack, but he cranked up the, the dial a little bit. Yeah. It was Jack extra. <laughs> yeah, he turned that shit up to 11. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as as the old saying goes, Amy, mo money, mo problems. Indeed. Um, and also, don't, and also don't win the lottery, people. It just brings bad luck. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. But if you do, what's your number? Right. Yes. Um, I'm so poor. We are struggling. We are, we are struggling. <laughs> we are struggling content creators. Just, just, yeah. Can, uh, you know. That would be nice. Why, why not donate to your favorite I, podcast? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and none of that money will go to us. It's all no. going to go to the podcast. It's all going to get reinvested straight back in yeah 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 if you if you see me with a with yeah. a massive gold chain you didn't see me with a massive gold chain you didn't see that at all no as if that's what you buy no. no i wouldn't buy that i don't know what i would i don't know i'd probably get a ps5 more than anything because i'm a um i'd get a tiger <laughs> a tiger oh that'd be cool i'd be fucking tiger that'd king cool. up can you about like you put a sign on like i don't know I don't know, like your gate or something. Like, beware of tiger. And any burglar would just see that and they'd be like, there's no tiger in there. It's Stratford. And then they climb yeah. over and there's this big fuck off tiger. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'd name the the tiger in that situation. I'd call it Karma. Karma. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Because well, if you break it, into my house, like, Karma's going to get you. You should give it like um, a, a name that someone would give a really small dog. <laughs> princess or something sprinkles sprinkles uh, i'm not worried about sprinkles it's fine sprinkles ain't nothing hops over the gate in their sprinkles <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's a good way to spend <laughs> my money uh listen to us we are wise financial experts <laughs> absolutely absolutely i've given sound absolutely. financial advice this entire episode rule number one <laughs> do not leave it in your car Rule number two, invest in tigers. <laughs> Rule number three, more money, more problems. That's that's my financial money, advice. That's all you need. Evie, <laughs> would you like to see us out this week? I would absolutely love to. Um, thank you so much for listening this week. Um, if you are going to buy a lottery ticket, then go for it. You know, you might win. Who knows? And if not, you can always hold out hope that you're going to get crushed by a vending machine instead. Um, if you do wish to support us, please, please, please do. We need the support. 
we're we're so sad and we just we love hearing your comments and and your voices and, and your opinions and we like to hear you tell us that we're cute and we are cute um so why not let us know leave a comment leave a review leave a like subscribe to the youtube channel um subscribe to everything um that we do including our instagram um and spotify podcast apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts leave us a little like um if you wish to help us out financially you can do so by buying us a coffee um don probably won't drink it but so why not do that um or you can visit the merch store and pick yourself up a little treat you can also join discord um i've been woefully slack on there recently and really not posted anything at all but i will if you join next week's episode is going to be something a little bit more current a little bit more um in the news as we speak yes stay tuned for that um but until next time we will catch you on the flip side but until then stay spooky stay spooky bitches I think I'm going to avoid that strip club. What was it called? I can't remember what it was called. What was it called? Pink Pony. Uh, Pink Pony? Was it Pink Pony? I think so. It was something pink. I don't remember seeing that bit in the Barbie movie, to be honest. Where where, where are we? Oh, no, it was the Pink Pony. You were right. See, I do pay attention to you sometimes. Avoid the. I'm. I'm going to avoid the pink pony. I mean, I don't have fifty thousand dollars that I can slam on the bar anyway, so I don't think anyone's going to be particularly annoyed that shame. I don't go. I do not clap these cheeks for anything less. I'm afraid. <laughs> That's a high rate. God damn. Worth it. <laughs>